The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests. They do not reflect the views of the men at Sunday League. This podcast is aimed at an adult audience, Sunday League players talking about Sunday League. So from time to time, you may hear the odd swear word, including that swear word. And today's episode is that word kind of day. Welcome to this week's podcast. It's myself tonight, Jamie, your host, and I'm joined by the League Two Shield winning manager, fellow Swan, but from Wellingborough, Liam Shaw. Welcome, mate. How are you doing? Champions, champions, ole, ole, ole. How are you, mate? <laughs> um, I'm all right, but obviously not as good as you. Um, got to come and see you boys win the Shield on that Sunday over in Roadman. So congratulations. Your Thank players you. did so well. Um, we'll touch briefly on what happened this coming weekend, but we are going to start with a a lot of cup games that happened um, you know, for a very, very few amount of days. Uh, first of all, we had the, the first of the Dale Stratford semi-finals and we had Royals going over Naseby 2-0 to Royals. Um, great result by all accounts. It sounds like Naseby gave a phenomenal account of themselves. Um, Obviously not enough to get the result at the end of it. But Royals did the job. Yeah, really quickly though, Royals reserves. Two different teams. <laughs> you've, you've hammered me from the start. <laughs> oh, really quick. I was just thinking, was it Royals? I'm sure Royals were really um, above that. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. We're doing this podcast about an hour and a half after I've just watched Luton lose 7-0 to Fulham. So, considering I'm not paid to do this, I am being as professional as I can be. You're doing very well, mate. (laughs) (laughs) So, as long as I don't mess up seven things, I'm doing better than Luton tonight. (laughs) Um, The the second cup game I went along to, it was the first semi-final of the day, Ferguson. Russian Sergeants versus Gregory Celtic. Uh, Celtic took the lead in this one. Uh, it seemed a bit of a foregone conclusion. Celtic were all over them. They seemed more organised. They seemed to handle the ball better. The Celtic were playing well with. I'm going to... Weren't very good. Uh, very good. Matt Hurst showed me one of them that got kicked out of play. It looked like a child had been chewing on it. It had so many bits of it missing. I can't believe that they were playing with it. But second half, Russian Sargers came back 2-1 and looked by far the better team. By far the better team. Um, so really big turnaround. Congratulations to them. Um, which took us into to Thursday night. Kettering Park Avenue versus Baton Wickets. And you were there, mate, weren't you? Yes, I was there. Um, I'll be honest, I'm really bad with timing. I ended up there about five, ten minutes after kickoff. Um, <laughs> you know, absolutely fuming uh, that I missed the start. But I also didn't miss any action. Uh, nil-nil at halftime. Both teams just completely just cancelling each other out, really. Um, some surprises with the bat and wicket team. Uh, bat, one of the bat wicket... Rob, he's been, one of their, he's been their captain for a long time. Um, I was starting on the bench, you know, and I think that was a big call from Witty. Was it the right call? You know, maybe. You know, they went out eventual winners 2-1. But pick of the goal was was the um, Ketchum Park Avenue goal. So the ball's just come over the top and he's hit it on the volley. But it's like a volley lob. So as he's volleyed it, it's gone over the keeper's head. 
he was no if he jumps he ain't getting it and it's just gone top end it, it was an incredible goal and it, and it, it was a not nice that it was the 80th minute to make it 2-1 as well so you know it was one of those where the last 10 minutes was really cagey and it was just a, just a good final well contested by two teams not only fighting for the top of the league in their league but also fighting to get to the final in that cup so yeah it was good to watch Brilliant. So that sets us up for Bat and Wickets versus Russian Sergeants in the final. Take place at Wellingborough Town on a Wednesday, the 18th of May. Um, I don't see the price in that changing just because it's final. So as normal, guys, 7.45 kickoff, uh, £3 on the door, £5 for two, bring cash. They don't take card. But there is a pub around the corner, as I've heard many times from going there when people rock up with their contactless pub around the corner if you need to get some change. But that's I'm, I'm really looking forward to that because they... I felt Russian Sargent's went into a second gear in that game and having played against Bat and Wickets this season, I know they can go into and shift up a few more gears. So I think it's going to be a really good game. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, Talking on that cash, I did also forget cash. Um, did I, you? I managed to go into the Wellington Resound Clubhouse though and just pay him £5. He gave me the receipt and I give the receipt to Matt Hurst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure if Matt picked up the money okay but not my problem that's alright you've not got to explain the accounts at the end of the season Matt. that's it <laughs> um, on Friday night we went over to Bugbrook in the Millennium Trophy semi-final to see Standards Barn versus FC Tech was really excited about this one two top prem teams didn't know what to expect obviously I've seen Barn quite a lot this season um, first time seeing Tech it was a really cagey affair. And I don't say cagey to be disrespectful to anyone. It was almost like both teams knew what was on the line. So no one wanted to make the mistake. Um, I didn't think much of the pitch. If I'm honest, having been to multiple places to see semi-finals and gone places in the league this season, I, I think the pitch was in really poor condition. Um, Tech lost one of their centre-backs who had been commanding. Uh, a crossfield ball was played. He just took it out of the air like you see on TV. Brilliant. Landed and he didn't get up. He just dropped and uh, Barn rightly, in my opinion, put out a play. If the player hadn't gone down, they would never have had the ball come to him. So it, it, it felt right that they did it and people did appreciate it in the end that they had made the right call there. Um, Barn lost the player themselves. It was kind of like a 50-50. It looked like it was a collision impact injury, but I did see the lad after the game. He was still limping horribly, so I hope he was okay as well. Um, kind of feel like the, the pitch again affected people's play. It was missing grass in some bits. It was bobbly in other bits. Not, not what I thought it would be, if I'm honest. But again, the game was good. The game was solid. Barn got a goal in the second half, so very cagey first half. Everyone was feeling each other out, really. It wasn't a game of many chances, but there was a lot of play through the middle. Um, very busy. But again, Barn have done it, got themselves through to, to another final. Um, it was unlucky of Tech, to be honest, but the better team on the night won, and that was Barn. Um, which takes us over to Sunday. The North Ants, uh, the Sunday Cup final. North Hills again versus FC Tech. Mm. Yeah. You were there, mate. I was there, and... I'll be honest, you know, Sunday League football, two games in two days is going to be very tiring. Two games in two days on UCL pitches, which are a lot bigger, <laughs> must be mm. absolutely shattering. Um, but I have to bring this game down. It was 1-0 when Nortels went out to eventually be winners on penalties. Now, 
I think looking at it from Tech's point of view and where, where Tech are going to be upset is this is two games in two days where they only scored one goal and it was from a penalty. They haven't scored from open play in 180 minutes of football. That's not like these guys. Um, maybe the big pitches, maybe they're looking for that long ball more often than they normally would. Normally they let the ball play, they let the ball do the work, they pass and move. Maybe it's, you know, the fact they're on that big pitch and they've got these fast players that they're trying to do more of these switch balls and it's it's not what they're used to and they're just kind of not there. And it was just, again, it, as you say, Nortel's probably had a bit more of the ball when it was coming to football. Um, a centre mid, the two centre mids for Tech for me though were probably the best players on the pitch. Uh, Lewis yeah. Fisher and um, oh, Will Howes, I think it was. Uh, they dictated the middle of the pitch, and but Nortel's were, were smart. They see that and they were playing it over them. They were skipping them. Well, if these two are going to get on the ball and do what they're doing, let's miss them out. And they they did it really well. And you know, we we spoke with Andy Norfolk earlier on in the year. I think it was yourself, Jamie, who spoke with Andy. Yeah. Um, and you know, the longest serving team in the Northampton Sunday League, nineteen sixty six. Um, incredible, incredible. So you know, I don't know if that's their first ever County Cup win, but if it was, it was thoroughly deserved. Fantastic. I mean, and you look over the last two games, so. FC Tech played a semi-final and then a final, literally days apart from each other. Mm. It's not like a kind of like dead rubber league games. Do, do you know what I mean by that? And do you know what? Yeah, really you know, important. I, I think they're going to be so thankful now that because like they're going to be thankful they've not finished the league. It, this is no disrespect here to University of Northampton at all, but they're sitting bottom of that prem and they've got to play Tech in the last league game. So no matter what happens with Tech now, they finish second. No matter how, yeah. what happens with UN, I think they finish bottom or second bottom. So it's not it's a no pressure game, and I think they're going to be really thankful for that because, like you say, they've just come out of a semi final and a final on these big pitches. To now, if, imagine if you had to come straight into the playoffs after yeah. those two. You know, you just wouldn't want to, would you? You just would not yeah. want to. Um, so so I'm, you, I'm glad they've got a league game left. Do you think at that point that maybe they play some players that haven't had an opportunity? Uh, or as much of an opportunity maybe this season so they get to rest other players or crucial players ready to go for the playoffs. They're not the biggest squad, I'll be honest. I don't think there's that many players there. Um, okay. If there is, it's maybe because, like you say, the, 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 the core 16 are the core 16. But whenever I've seen Tech play, it's the same kind of group of guys. you know. And I, I feel like that's because I think they're quite honest with players that want to go and try and play for them. You've got to be, you've got to be up to speed with these guys from the start. Or one, you're not going to enjoy it, and two, you're just not going to play football. So I think it's just one of those. They're very well run side. You know, David, David knows his stuff. Um, the the manager there, and uh, you know, I've I've followed him for years in football. Like he used to play at Don Earn, and then they'd have the Don and Old Boys versus the young lads when I was playing there. And you know, he's a he's a good pl- bloke, and I think he just tells people how it is whether they're going to get in the team or not. So I think they're quite a small squad. So I don't think there is that room for kind of rotation. See, and that's kind of plays into the old, whole um, for and against of, oh, fixture congestion, fixture crowding. Well, how many players have you signed on, mate? Is that, do you know, you, know, you mm. as a great example, and even <laughs> against me as a great example. So I kept a low squad, low-numbered squad, focusing on players being there constantly. Now, if you're playing games 
every couple of days, then naturally injuries are going to happen. Naturally, players are going to get tired. Whereas if you have a larger squad to pick from, you know, you're texting me saying, I've got 23 lads available this week, mate. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, I've not even got 23 points this season, mate. What are you talking to me for? What can I do for you? But it's, yeah. again, I think that's the easy bit. You know, we, we can focus on, or oh, there's a problem with the fixtures. But at the same time, if you can look at that, say, well, actually, you've only got 21 lads signed on. You know, you, you can sign on as many as you want. But then is it quantity versus quality? Um, but that's interesting to know. But again, not really looked into it that side to how many players people have in the squads. And you would imagine that would have an impact at some point. Um, so, so these are the cup ones that have gone through. Uh, we've got the second semi-final of the Dale Stratford happening uh, this Wednesday, the 4th, at Wellingborough Town again, 7.45 kickoff, and it is AFC Wellingborough versus Club 81. Um, so, again, that's that's going to be a very good game, hopefully, and uh, for the right to play rules reserves. And Are you coming to this one, Liam? You know what? I, I, I might very well be. Uh, I, I always say I might because I'm always doing something. Uh, and I think, <laughs> I think I'm free, but I'm not 100% sure either. Uh, yeah. but, but I know my lads train on a Wednesday night and I'm not always there at training. I've got really great lads at the moment, you know, that, that run their own training sessions. They've got drills. They send me the drills they're doing. They go and put it into place. They do their drills. They show me on a Sunday morning what they've done while warming up. And I tell them to implement it and they do it. I've got one of the easiest jo- managers' jobs on a Sunday morning. It's incredible. But maybe because that's the way I've asked them to do it, you know, and I've built that yeah. culture. But I think this one's really interesting. And I think it comes down to the fact that Falklands Club at 81 Colts, I've always known them to be around. You know, I've never known them not to be around. Um, yeah. Whereas AFC Wellingborough are really brand new. So it's two separate sides to the scale here. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it because AFC, Wellingborough, you know, they've had a tough season. They've only just come off the bottom uh, of the Prem. Uh, and, you know, UON are the only team that sit below them. And they beat Grendon in the last minute, in the last round. You know, I heard how incredible that was for these guys. So I don't know who I want. Does that make sense? I don't know if I'm like, yeah, oh, I know you. <laughs> Because you want to show a bit of loyalty long. to your Wellingborough boys as well, don't you? I'm always going to, um, you know I am, so yeah. yeah mate. <laughs> Again, it's it's interesting. Um, yeah, I played against 81 Colts. They're a good side. You know, they're, they're where they should be as well um, with what they did this weekend. But oh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. Uh, from here, we are going to segue into the results from this weekend. Uh, we're going to start in the Prem. And... Arguably the biggest shock of the weekend, I think, would say. Uh, of the playoffs, David Green United, 2-1 winners against Standards Barn. Um, I say biggest shock. They literally finished, mm. although they were multiple places below them, only by three points. Uh, yeah, but there was I... a there was a 24-goal difference between them. But again, Barn, you know, they played their semi-final Sunday. Um, Friday, yeah. Playing, oh, sorry, Friday, and they're playing... You know, their playoff game on the Sunday. There's no rest for the wicked. You straight into another one, get yourself prepared. They lost a player during the game. Um, don't know how many they had on Sunday with them, but they're out. <laughs> and I just, I, I know it with Tech as well, because I, I, like I say, I know a few of the lads, and, but I know with the barn lads as well, they're all Saturday footballers <laughs> who probably yeah. also all had their last game of the season on Saturday. <laughs> So not only have they played, they played Friday night. So you've got to think it's not even forty-eight hours. 
because 24 no. hours after their kickoff, it's it's quarter to 10 on Saturday night. So plus 12 hours, so it's only 36 hours until the Sunday game. A 36-hour break. I sometimes sleep for 36 hours. <laughs> you know, let alone play two games of football within that time frame. And I, I think just, you will be as well after this weekend, won't you, mate? Yeah, you know, and I just feel like I feel bad for, you know, am I shocked? You, we said it's a shock. Yes, I, I, I still would have put money on Barnes to win on Sunday, um, yeah. definitely. But now I've seen that Tech have lost on Sunday, Barn have lost on Sunday, and we'll get to another team that lost yesterday as well after playing midweek. I don't think I'm as a shock now. I feel like there must be a connection, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. teams that are doing so well and have done so well all year to have now fell at this hurdle after having these complications. I don't yeah. think it's a coincidence in my eyes. Okay. Notice, mate, we'll go into that as well. Um, championship playoffs, guys. There was no championship playoffs this weekend. Uh, weekend just gone. They will all be taking place from this Sunday. Um, straight into League One. We had Albert Eagles, four, Naseby, two. Grendon Sapphires, three, JC United. Sorry, Grendon Sapphires, five, JC United, three. And Queen's Head FC, three, Ashby Athletic, two. Uh, so, if we look at the tables as we do this, guys, um, that puts me with second, third, and fourth all progressing. Um, fifth, sixth, and seventh all going out. Again, you should you should say naturally that that will happen. Um, there's no shocks to the systems. I think in these games here, it's kind of got a bit of a natural flow to it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, it it does, and I feel like. You look at that and it, it looks great. And I must touch on the fact of we played Naseby four weeks ago and they beat us 6-1. And that was over eighty, uh, over 70 minutes of football, not 90. We only played two 35-minute halves because there was glass on our pitch. We had to relocate. We didn't kick off to 11. Oh, <laughs> Working on Wellingborough. Um <laughs> So poor Navy. But yeah, after 70 minutes, it was 6-1. So I was glad he blew the whistle, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> but since then, they then went and beat JC United um, in the Cup, something like 6-1. And then they went and lost to JC United in the league. And then they went and lost to Royals Reserves midweek. And then they've just gone and lost in the playoffs. So that's another team that have played midweek in a Cup. OK, it was only Tuesday, so it's not as bad as the Friday-Sunday. But there's that midweek yeah. Cup game. They've played... They've lost in that midweek cup game against a team of division above and then have to go and play their playoff game on the Sunday and have also gone and lost that. I feel bad for the guys at Naseby. They're a really good bunch. But I also know they'll come back a lot stronger next year. And if I was to look at that league, how it is now, let's for sake say that league stays pretty much the same other than your Toves and your Grendons. Let's say that because yeah. they're the top two. I'd say Naseby might go on and win that. Okay. Big statement. Mm. But it's there. It's there for them to do it. Yeah. Uh, League two, we have League Shield winners. I'm like Park. a Cheshire cat right now. Pits <laughs> uh, FC, who came along to watch the last game of the season against Road as well, because obviously the permutations of you beating Road mean that Pittsburgh came into eighth place. Uh, you won 2 1. Just talk us about it. how was the game? So, very cagey affair. Now, we stayed really, really slow. And they took the lead. And it it was just a bit like, whoa, what just happened there? 
Um, and it was going to do one or two things to my boys. It was either going to completely just, they were going to shut off because they conceded the first goal or they were going to switch on. Now, we played Pittsford earlier on in the season. Now, bear in mind, we played 16 games. We won 13, drew two, lost one. That is it, all season. One of those draws was Pittsford. These guys have been competitive against us every time. And we got lucky to pull one back just before half time. I'm going to be completely honest. We were lucky to go into the second half, drawing one all. They changed their formation at half time and put five at the back, and we absolutely dominated. Yeah, yes, we only scored one from that. We should have scored a few more, honestly. But we won that game yesterday because of their change in formation. Um, and you know, no disrespect to these guys, they were they 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 just conceded the goal right before half time to the League Shield winners. If it was the other way around, I'd probably go a little bit more defensive as well and say, look, let's yeah. try and get Jeng on the counter here. Eh? You know, I probably would have done exactly the same, but it worked in our advantage and, and we really did take advantage of it. And, you know, we, we carried on. We've, we've now not lost the game in, in the league since uh, Halloween, October the 31st. Um, so, yeah, you know, incredible. I think that's one of the things when you, you maybe say, look, let's try and shut up shop for a bit and, you know, Mourinho has called it parking the bus, didn't he? Um, it's all well and good thinking, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll tidy up our defence here. This will be really great. But what you're doing is you're almost moving the pressure 25 yards further like upfield at you because if you flood the midfield, maybe you're battling from there. Well, yeah, they invited the fun. Yeah, yeah, you're still 40, 50 yards away. But if you do it from defence, you're 25, 30. And you, seeing you guys play multiple times a season, you play. You know, and you, you, we run it when you flood at people, like I'm saying, mm. when you played us, we, with 10 men, still went four or five at the back because we thought, oh, we might catch you on the counter. And we very nearly did. Yes. Um, at that point, <laughs> I think it was only one nil at that point. And yeah, it was. I couldn't believe it. And my lad put it wide, hung <laughs> over as he was, and just said, oh, I couldn't run anymore. So I had to shoot. And it's, but sometimes, you know, that works in your favor. Mm-hmm. But, the problem was you are inviting so much on as well. Um, which also saw Rushton Spartans, two Kingsford Jets, four. Incredible. A, nil. Thorpeland's Club 81 Colts, one. So this league hasn't followed the trend at all. You <laughs> are currently currently the only team in the top four, bearing in mind Parkland's play this weekend, their first um, playoff. You're the only one that's still in. Yeah. You know, and you've got fifth and sixth have taken out third and fourth already. That's, again, this is the competition you want. You know, this is the first time this sort of thing's been tried. I, I have seen online people saying this isn't rugby. Um, I, I get that. I do get it. But like I've always said, you've got to champion the league um, and the committee that are daring to try something different. It might not be in everyone's favour, but in honesty, we're never going to please everybody. Whatever the guys on the committee do, someone's always going to have something to say about it. You know, we're talking about fixture piles up, pile-ups now. My easy solution is if you do keep the format, my recommendation personally, maybe you open it up to the top four teams. You know, if, if anything, then you've not maybe got as many games being played. But then on the flip side of that, I see, well, what about fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth? Then it's kind of done. So I'd... I get it, and luckily it's not for me to work out. <laughs> um, I do get obviously a say in it because we're all members, and you know, at the AGM we can always bring up our voices and what we want to say. But that's exciting. 
because that is like say it's that cup format style it's anyone yeah. can win on any day um as it's been proved in other leagues as well um and finishing Sorry, just saying on that, mate, you know, where if, if they were to do, people, that's a really good point. And, you know, but the argument to your point again there is where if it was just the top four, Barn, Tech, and, and you know, Barn, Tech were in that top four. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know, so they would have had to play them anyway, you know. So yeah. it's, it's one of those. But I think, like you say, it keeps everyone alert and everyone chasing for something. Am I a fan of the playoffs? Yes, because there's more games of football, 100%. If I lose in my semi-final of the playoffs coming up, am I going to be a fan of the playoffs? No, I'm not. <laughs> but it's one of those things, isn't it? But again, it's one of the look, look at look at Toe Valley. You know, they won the league in December. Partlands, they yes. thought they won the league in December. <laughs> Unlucky, um, you know, and they took their foot off the gas. You know, they were caught. Um, but you know, it, at the end of the day. Tove, Tove and Partlands were running away with their leagues at Christmas and realistically should have gone on to win it. Tove did because they've got the bottle. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, Partlands obviously you just, didn't. You're just not making friends with clubs, are you, mate? You... Honestly, mate, I've got to look at it as the, the, our game against Fortman's Club 81 Colts, Partlands turned up a few numbers, you know, and, the, and then our game against Road, a couple of Partlands turned up again. So, you know, yeah. it's, I, I will be there Sunday if you do listen to this, guys, prior to Sunday. Um, so look, look forward to seeing you all. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it, it's that it's that friendly bit of banner. And if, if people don't like it and they think it's gone too far, let me know. That's fine. Uh, and and you know what? I'll, I'll stop. I, I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but you know, I don't feel like my comments will hurt your feelings if you grow up a little bit. Uh, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's carry on with the last game. <laughs> let's go into League Three. So we've had the League Three playoffs and we also had a League game because we had to get everyone up to speed. Um, league game, Baton Wickets, one. Brayfield Corinthians Reserves, one. Baton Wickets did not win the League Shield. They lost by a point to Kettering Park Avenue. After playing that, on Thursday night. Again, yes, after playing the <laughs> Cup game midweek. Um, Matt Hurst said it when we had him on last time. It was after my game against um, St. David's. And he's like, you know, you had nothing to play for, but you went there and you won. And I think it's easy to say, oh, Baton Wickets threw it away. But I think you've got to give the rub to Brayfield Corinthians Reserves there. Because, again, they are finished second bottom in the league. They couldn't catch Tove. Obviously, Aim Straight weren't going to overtake them. They literally had nothing to play for other than the pride of playing. And knowing they could affect the top eight, or they could affect the top two, really, and that's just what they went out there and did. They affected it. Uh, I think rather than just rolling over, what that's brilliant. That's exactly why we play Sunday football. Doesn't matter where you are in the league, on your day, you want to play, and you just want to play a game of football. And they did, and they stopped a team from winning the shield. And there's something very, very AFC Wimbledon. About Brayfield Corinthians, if that makes sense. The first and the reserves. I don't think anyone hates them. And I think everyone wants to see them do well. They've got such mm. a nice setup there. They've got a really good bunch of lads, first and reserves. And yeah, I say AFC Wimbledon for the fact that everyone hates MK Dons because of, you know, they're not even a real team. And, you know, they're franchise, mate. And we don't use their last name. They're just <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. And, you know, and it's, I think it's that. And it, I feel like they've, they've grown on everybody. Does that make sense? And, yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it's nice to have seen them because they do that exactly what you've said. They, they, 
they've got they're Sunday league footballers and it doesn't matter if we win or lose, we turn it up and we're gonna be competitive. There's not games where these guys are getting battered and you know what if they do they turn up the next week and get close again. And and I love I love them for it and hats off. I, I haven't actually spoke with anyone at Brayfield, you know, at all. So, you know, I don't actually know any of them personally. Um but guys I genuinely admire you lot. I think you're doing a cracking job there. Keep up the great work and I look forward to seeing both teams next season. And speaking of semi finals, we've got Daily Iguanas versus Bolton Wanderers finishing 2 all. Bolton Wanderers winning 4-2 on penalties. And then finished off with Falklands Club 81 reserves 3, Hartwell Forest reserves 4. That's so again, four finals. Yeah. Wow. So again, we've got the team finishing in 4th and 5th going out against the team 6th and 7th. Oh, sorry, fifth and sixth, third and fourth, fifth and sixth, third and fourth out, fifth and sixth through. Again, <laughs> we talk about it should be foregone conclusion. You'd expect things to happen at certain certain ways, but it's not. It's no. not. These one-off games are so much fun because these teams are doing it. Like, say, Hartwell, Matt was talking about before, how happy and proud he is of them doing things. Bowden, we played them in, a, in a, um, our cup <laughs> format. They're a good bunch of lads. They're a good team. We played them in one of their first friendlies when they when they joined up last year. I think we only beat them 3-1. I don't want to give them too much kind of um, exposure on here, though, because I'm never at really the end of it from that secretary trying to get on here. But <laughs> <laughs> he's a good lad. But he'll tell you what, persistence beats resistance. You keep trying, kid. <laughs> but they, they beat a team that finished 10 points above them. Yeah. Incredible. You know, again, that's that's the fun of it. That's what we enjoy about it all. Um, and that's what we do this for. It's it's there to be fun. It's there to be played. Um, looking into this weekend's results then, we've gone through the cup ones already, guys. Uh, the Prem games taking place this week are the playoffs. We've got Eight Barrels versus Bayern Albion, FC Tech versus Crick, and Hartwell Forest versus North Star. Uh, championship. We've got Delafry United versus Royals Reserves, Hats United versus AFC Spinning, Upton FC versus Beer Gorilla, and Wellenborough Saxons versus Akis. League One, we've got Tove completing it all versus Thraxton. League Two, Parkins Phoenix, where uh, League Two Shield winner Liam Shaw will be uh, to watch Parkins Phoenix versus South Star FC. And then we've got the League Three, Batten Wickets versus Sixth Rangers B. Kettering Park Avenue versus North Hans All-Stars. I do think there's going to be a shock or two in there. If I'm honest, if, if the first round's anything to go by, I do still think there are shocks to happen here. Um, I I might pop along to a game. To be honest, Baton Wickets is kind of getting a bit of my eye at the minute. I'll, Parkland's Phoenix is close, but you're going to be there. It would give us something different to talk about. Um, but at the same time, it would be quite funny to go there and see what you're playing at. <laughs> um so, yeah, you're going to get along to that this weekend. I don't know if anyone else is going to get along to him too. Guys, if you've got any reviews from your games and you want to send them in to us, please do. We welcome them. Um, we'd love to read out some comments from you as well. If you've got any thoughts or feelings, we started talking briefly tonight about the fixtures. Is it a coincidence that teams that have had semifinals this week maybe haven't done so well in the games later on in the week over the weekend? We don't know. We don't know, but it's there to see. It's not a knock on anyone. It's not a criticism of anything at all. It's just starting to see correlations. I think at the end of the season, everyone's going to weigh up uh, how this has all worked with the playoffs. 
again, like I say, I sound like I'm, I'm beating the drum for the league. It's not for any reason other than the fact I enjoy it. I enjoy it and I like the fact that they're trying to do something different rather than stagnating. Like I say, Tove had their season wrapped up wrapped up way before and you could have got all these teams so like, oh, what's the point of playing they're not going to do anything <laughs> <laughs> but at, at no point you know we had a few teams drop out this season it happened to be more in the Prem and you tend to get it more in the Prem um, with the teams lower down in it but what if it was almost like all of League One that just said well what's the point of us finishing our last few games mm. you know then it, it becomes farcical so you can't not applaud them Maybe say you, you do it differently, you do it with less teams, or you know, you get to a, a part where you have a clear break, but again, at the same time, I know that they've got to do it by a deadline. So, I'm not saying I, I said to you guys before come with your comments, but come with solutions, don't just come with issues and with negativity about it. Try, let's try and see if there's any positivity we can bring to it. So, again, I, I'm putting solutions forward, but at the same time, I can pick holes in them. Yeah, nobody's perfect. And but just really quickly, we, we we mentioned about, you know, Bat and Wicket missing out on the shield. We never mentioned, well done, Kettering Park Avenue. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just sat here and thought, wait a minute, who did win it? Obviously, KPA, you know, losing out to Bat and Wicket on Thursday must have been horrible in that semi-final. To then it not being in your hands either come Sunday yeah. morning must have been horrible for these guys. You know, they must have been dreading it. They must have had enough of the name, Bat and Wicket. They mustn't, they must have just been sick of it. The fair play to them. And, you know, just looking at it in my head and an observation I've had, and it's really weird. I don't know if it's just the way my little brain works, but in, in the premiership, uh, obviously it was eight barrels, eight barrels. Where, do you know where they play, Jamie? Is it up to no, mate. Let's see. I've got the fixtures, so let's just have a quick look on them. Um, it's interesting to see because I, the, my reason I ask is Upton won the championship, Eight Barrels won the Prem, so two Northampton sides. You've then got Tove that are in Stoke Bruin in League One. You've got ourselves yeah. that are a Wellingwood team, and then you've got a Ketchin team winning the bottom div. It's literally we've spread the we spread the shield across the whole of the county, and I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Somewhere different has won it every time, and I think it's it's incredible. And I think everybody that's been involved in any sort of team this year should be proud of what the Nen League's done. You know, there was two or three or four different leagues uh, ten years ago. So many yep. different leagues and so many different formats, and there's now only one. And these guys have to try and keep every single one of you happy. As Jamie said, it's not going to happen, but they do a damn good job of trying. <laughs> you know? I know, and in saying that, like we said earlier about the fixtures, and this isn't the here to swing an axe at anybody. I know Matt, the fixture secretary, has moved fixtures to try and help people as well, but you, you can't move them all. You can't mm-hmm. move them all. Um, you know, there is no favouritism towards teams playing in, from Wellingborough, teams playing from Northampton. They've got to fit them in somewhere. I, I do accept that, you, you know, you can't say to somebody, well, you know, it's your own fault for being so successful. You, you should celebrate success. It shouldn't be a not yeah. for being successful. But at the same time, like I said to you earlier, maybe having a, a larger depth of squad is an answer for some teams. Maybe it's not. Maybe they can manage it the whole way through, but maybe they need more players if they know chances are, lads, we're going to be in quite a few semi-finals here or we're going to be within the shout of the league and then the playoffs that come after that um, if this is continued next season as well. So actually, we need to beef up our squad a bit. You guys are going to be rotated more. 
you just need to accept it. I've said to my my lads for many a year now since um, Northampton Sunday League tends to be a guinea pig for quite a few things. So we did the five subs, and then we did the five subs rolling, and then we did sin bins. Um, and as soon as the subs and then the rolling subs happened, I said to you, it's not even about the eleven anymore. It's it's about the squad. It's about having hopefully sixteen players available. Um, and just because you don't start doesn't mean you're not good enough. It just means this is the eleven that I'm starting with. It most likely won't finish with this eleven on the pitch. Um, these kind of things are good. And I know at the time they were met with a bit of resentment from people as well. Like, oh, this is getting silly. Or this is slight seven aside. Having rolling subs, this is like five aside. Well, actually, I would arguably say, look at your teams. What's the injury rates of players? Are you finding now you've got more lads available because they're not having to go through 90 minutes, they're not getting injured? I've got lads that play Saturday football. I've got lads that play seven aside. I'll get one of them gets a knock on a Wednesday and he's telling me he's not available for Sundays already. You know, so these things are going to happen regardless. We've got a lot of games being played, but we've got a lot of options there for ourselves as well. I've still got a pulled hamstring from my cameo appearance at Rawns. Uh, <laughs> you did that walking to your jogging to your car to get your boots as well, mate. <laughs> I couldn't believe that. <laughs> I ran to the January to get my boots. It took me about 10 minutes to walk back. I thought, oh, we watched you and said, that's his warm-up done, guys. But hey, you almost got a goal as well, didn't you? Oh, mate, um, incredible. <laughs> we're going to wrap it up there then, guys, for this week's one. We, we will come possibly at you later on this week with an extra one just for some in the semi-finals or if there's anything to do if not we'll we'll start another one again next week um we'll have a lot to get through again we'll have the rest of the the playoff fixtures we'll have the semi-finals as well and uh, and the final on friday night for barn versus hackleton um good luck to everyone playing this weekend guys hope you'll stay injury free have a great weekend good luck to everybody take care see you later guys it's-